Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, Dykes? It's Carolyn here again with another plea to please check out my new podcast, Loves a Pitch. I'm going to preview the second episode here with Sharia Mattis, who is on the Diking Out podcast. Whether you're single or not, I think you'll really like this podcast if you did like Diking Out. It's just more conversations focused on love, dating, relationships, connecting, breakups, even friendships in the queer community. I have so many great guests as well as people who aren't necessarily uh, entertainers or comedians, like real people. You could be on Love's a Pitch if you want. So give it a listen. I'm so proud of it and I'm having so much fun doing it. And you can hear that if you check it out. So we're going to preview a little bit of episode two of Love's a Pitch right now. But I urge you to go over and subscribe. There's a link in the show notes to Love's a Pitch. But stay subscribed subscribe to Diking Out because as I keep saying, you never know when we're going to drop a new episode. It can happen. We didn't shut the door completely. We left it open a crack. We love Diking Out. This is just kind of a, a break with no timeline on it. In the meantime, though, loves the pitches out there. I'm putting out new episodes every week and we're going to have a fun time with it. I'll see you over there. Welcome back to Love's a Pitch, a podcast where people in the LGBTQ community put themselves out there in hopes of never getting ghosted again. Okay, that's unrealistic, but I'm just trying to connect folks who have similar wants, who might meet each other's needs. Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. But it is ultimately a conversation exploring relationships, desire, and dating in our community. I'm your host, Carolyn Bergier. And before we get to our guest today, I do want to thank everybody who came out to my Valentine's Gay Loves a Pitch show live in Brooklyn last week at Come On, everybody. Um, Most of you listening haven't been to a live show, so you don't know the full extent of the utter chaos that happens. It's very different than this podcast. On the shows, we have eight contestants. They come up one at a time. They give their pitch in 90 seconds. I'm very strict about that. We got to keep the show going. Uh, And some of them use that time to sing an original song. We had a great one that the winner this time, Madge, wrote. If you go to my Instagram at TGI Carolyn, you can see it on my reels. Uh, Sometimes people bribe the judges with homemade food. Somebody made a dubbed French film last time. 
we have judges, we have challenges, we have a burlesque strip tease each time. It's so much fun. I don't know when the next one is going to be, but I will keep doing these shows. They are a blast. Uh, Maker's Mark sponsors it each time, which is a huge reason why I'm able to keep putting on the show. And that's what eventually led to this here podcast. Um, On top of that, I've had a very interesting week in terms of my own connections that I've been making or trying to make, including my continuing journey as a Bravo influencer. So if you don't know about me being a Bravo influencer or what that means, and you want to learn more about it, well, you can head on over to patreon.com slash loves a pitch because there are some things that I will only talk about behind a paywall But I will say I had a really wild night and uh, can't wait to tell some of you about it. Also, please head over to Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and rate this five stars or give it a review. Hopefully both. That goes a long way to help this thing get noticed. It helps me chart, which ultimately advances the gay agenda. It's all for the queers. It's not for me. Maybe it's a little for me. Okay, I'm excited about this week's guest who I met when she came on the Diking Out podcast. Uh, That was the first time we ever talked and I've been so happy every time that I've seen her since. This pitch has everything from K-pop to strap talk. So let's get into it. Okay, today we've got New York City-based Sharia Mattis, who actually once filled in last minute like a champ for a live Loves a Pitch show. You had no idea what you were getting into, did you? Not even a little bit. Not (laughs) even kind of. Yeah, I I try to let people know what it is, but until you're there, it's kind of like, what is happening? Yeah, it's it's a a difficult one to explain. You got to just be in it. You gotta be yeah. in it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Just had a show last night and somebody who was a listener of the Diking Out podcast, they were in town from North Carolina for work and kind of like timed it to come to the show. And I was like, based on how I've described it, was it what you thought it would be? And she was like, it's actually exactly how you described it, which is chaos and fun. Yeah. But it's just most it's mostly chaos. <laughs> She's like, I walked in, uh, two of the judges were talking about how they took edibles and they were hitting during the show. And uh, who were the judges? Is it the same judges every time? It's it's the same uh, for the most part, as long as they're all in town. Uh, Kendall Payne, Jess Henderson and Lorena Rusi, just because I feel bad. If I were to swap out one person to put with the other two, it's hard to keep up. But I feel like the three of them are kind of on the same wacky page. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And have no problem telling each other to shut the fuck up or whatever it is they need to do in the moment. Like It's like three sisters separated at birth with three different moms. But uh... (laughs) yes, yes. It's very it's like the kind of chaotic like punk band energy that you want from a judge section right <laughs> right judges <laughs> yes yes except when they're asking questions i think last night one of the questions was like what brand of ukulele is that i'm like nobody cares ask a question about their love life 
that's part of it though. But they don't have relevant questions for playing. They are not relevant. Last night, one of the questions was somebody said that they're like into music and they were asked, what are the top three tiny desk concerts? Like they were just assumed to be a tiny desk concert connoisseur. I like it. No, I think that's a quality question. I love that. Like, I like music too. I think I've only seen three tiny desk concerts. Like, like all the way through. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Yes. The Tank and the Bangers. And obviously Lizzo. Lizzo's Lizzo. great. The Tank and the Bangers one is yeah. legendary. That is like what Tiny Desk was made for. I really, I will stand 10 toes down on that. I, I love that one. All right. Well, that's a lot about that. <laughs> Still not a fair question. Still not a fair question, I think, to, to ask that's somebody. Right. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that I would be prepared. If that's what's going to happen at any point during this show, I'm here. Always on top of it. I I think that's the whole point of doing this is to not do that. Though I may revert, you know, like when in doubt, ask people if they're a top, bottom, or switch, and that's this is integral information. It might be coming. It might be coming. (laughs) That answer is always ready. Well, before before you pitch, uh, can you tell our audience, Shreya, how do you identify? I'm a cisgender black queer woman. She, her pronouns, you know, I am mentally ill Caribbean and a comedian. I don't, I don't, that's, <laughs> what is it? I should tell you enough. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Well, are, are you ready to make your pitch? Yes. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. All right, go for it. Okay. So, hey, what's up? My name is Sharia Mattis. I am Brooklyn-born and bred a mentally ill Jamaican-American private school negress. And I am seeking, (laughs) I am seeking someone on the, usually I like, I like them a little mask. I like a stud, a stem, a non-binary fuckboy. Can I curse on this? Yes. (laughs) That's just what I like. I am a bottom, but not a lazy one. I am, and you know what? This is the thing. I'm different. I'm different. What you get from me is something different. This, bad bitches are a dime a dozen. But where are you going to meet a girl that has very strange singular interests? I like Christian horse girl K-pop and weird looking animals 
and and I like old movies from the 30s. You you gotta give me one like like that. That's different. Try something different, you know. That's all no, that's great. Sharia, you've honestly I've had a like I'm scribbling down notes here of things to follow up on. Christian horse girl K-pop, is that like a subgenre of K-pop that I'm just unaware of? I mean, it's sort of like inside baseball, the girls who know who know, like they they that's what it is referred to as a certain type of genre of K-pop. Like, are you familiar at all with, with K-pop at all? I mean, sort of. I was familiar with K-pop like before <laughs> not to sound like an idiot, before it blew up, but I grew up like my best friend was Korean growing okay. up. Okay. What era is your era? Like girls' generation? Boa, what's your era? Why am I blanking on the name? Because I used to just, I would like import shit from Korea for her for her birthday of this like one boy band. 2 p.m. H.O.T. was that? H.O.T. Oh, shit. You said old school. That is old school. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. H.O.T. That was it. That was it. Big into H.O.T. The first K-pop band. I know, I know. So, like, now, what's the big one that, that everyone's, like, crazy about with, like, the nine boys that all look like androgynous lesbians? Nine? Well, I don't know. It's, like, a lot of them. I can't tell them apart. That everyone freaks out over. Like, like the big one. The big K-pop one. BTS? BTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only seven BTS <laughs> boys. Okay. okay. Come on. When they're all in a group together, I can't. I'm not, like, counting. with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm aware, even though it right now it seems like I'm not aware of BTS, I am aware of like BTS, their existence, the way that Twitter melts down when one of them gets a haircut. Yep. I'm aware of also like the K-pop fan trolling of like political thing, like all that kind of stuff. Oh, I love that. That's the best of us. <laughs> but Christian horse girl K-pop, just give me a little bit of a description here. The girls who know, they know like like early twice. Like uh, my favorite group is G Friend or Yoja Chingu. Those are my girls for life. Bring them back. <laughs> that like the early stuff from them, just songs about wind and nature and butterflies and love. That's my shit. Like that's my shit. Like that's like it's just very like sweet and happy and extremely feminine almost to the level of parody that's me that's me deep down in my soul okay it's who i'm not allowed to be in public but it's who i am deep down (laughs) i mean this sounds alluring this sounds like something like if i go to have you ever been to pelicana in new york pelicana chicken pelicana chicken yeah yeah okay it's like my favorite korean fried chicken place and it's like you go there they've got the music video was playing and then like every once in a while you just get like sucked in and you're just kind of like hypnotized and eating chicken and like next thing you know all the food's gone i feel like that might be those might be those christian horse horse girl you're literally videos. describing my ideal like disassociation moment like yeah. that's exactly what i want to be doing at all times yes <laughs> I think I'm going to change my plans for tonight, actually. It's been a while. <laughs> That's right. Give up like me. Save your house, eat chicken, and watch K-pop girl group videos. <laughs> you know what I like to do, though? You ever do, like, the... You ever go to K-Town and do, like, the Norebang? 
the the karaoke room. Yes, yes. That's my favorite. I literally go there by myself and spend three hours doing a concert for my fans who are invisible, but they're there. They love it. They come just for That me. is my dream. No, that I always think like anytime I'm really stressed out, I'm like, I should just rent out a karaoke room for myself and just like get it all on my but I never pull the trigger on it. But you because recommend it's so it. expensive to do. Right. <laughs> That's know? why I don't do it. It's 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 worth it for me. Like it literally, it's so healing for me. If I'm stressed and I'm like, I'm gonna actually snap and kill somebody. Yeah. I need some soft pretty girl k-pop like three hours and a bunch of soju <laughs> that's that's what i do that's how i that's how i keep from becoming a domestic terrorist what <laughs> <laughs> keeps me <laughs> and like talking to stray cats in the street those are the things i gotta do to keep myself to keep everybody else safe <laughs> you know? what, what's your what's your go-to karaoke song it's gonna be Rough by G Friend or Yuri Gusu by G Friend. It's gonna be a G Friend song. Okay. It's gonna be some one of those songs. One of their early songs, or Nabilera, something that just has it's just it's about butterflies, it's about love, it's about it's about dancing with your homegirls. Time for the moon night is another go-to. That's my shit, you know. Boa girls on top, really, you know, getting a little G with it, getting a little gangster with it. Like that's that's what we're gonna do. I hate to rub this in. I hate to rub this in, Sharia. Um, but listeners, I actually invited Sharia out to hang out at Henrietta Hudson on uh, Wednesday because they were taping for the new season of Real Housewives of New York. And we we're trying to, to fill the bar with uh, some queer cuties. And afterwards, there was karaoke. So it was like a bunch of comedians staying after and doing karaoke. And it was so much fun that sounds so much fun you were missed but i fear that would have been like the end of my reputation <laughs> yeah you, you need to be in the room by yourself you're not you're not ready to go live <laughs> not something for there, there's like one bravo producer they left behind and they're like <laughs> is this person okay like should we give them their own show or should we make sure they're never on tv <laughs> Why are black girls thinking in bad Korean? What is going on? I'm in pain about having to miss that because I had a like a hideous headache. I live whatever. Um, but but and they, at first I was in more pain when you described that, and then I was like, you know what? Actually, it's <laughs> probably for the best. That's a good way for me to never have sex again. It's to get up on stage, in my little heart out, and put a little inky guy concert. You know, another question uh, I was going to ask you, but but I don't know. Maybe, maybe this has just been a demonstration. Uh, what is your mental illness? Yes. Okay. Actually, I'm, ju- I'm just kidding. No, oh. you, you come off great. That was for the audience. I'm not being an asshole. That was a joke. Okay. But you say you're mentally ill. What what genre? I have a few. Um, complex PTSD, major depressive disorder. Little touches of agoraphobia throughout my life here and there, but that's that's mostly under control. I feel like being raised in like New York, living your whole life in New York, I would be afraid of the outside too. Yeah, the thing is, I didn't even live my whole life in New York. I also went to boarding school in Natick, Massachusetts. Oh wow! And that'll that'll being the one black girl in 
Hispanic school in Natick, Massachusetts from the hood is a real, it's a real culture shock. It does things to you. The white people were not playing. It was the 2000s. They were not trained yet. This is pre-2020 white people. What was that? I mean, it it sounds like like a nightmare. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. There was like, you know, there's one kid who, so me and my friends have this one group chat. We call it like victims of this guy's name um, because he used to, he used to, he's like, I like, did something all of us, but for me, he used to draw pictures of me hanging. <laughs> he used to draw them and keep them around the school. <laughs> we had a directory with everybody's names and addresses in it because that's smart. And he, Found he drew a map of my neighborhood in bedside and like drew like bombs going onto it. Like, yeah. And which school shooting was he responsible for? Exactly, right? I'm so surprised that he never actually had it. You know what? He never got it together. He was never really focused enough to complete a school shooting. And that's really the only reason why I really stand on that. Because I was for sure like that he was. He was terrifying. He was a terrifying child. Yeah. That is insane. Like, I feel like he was too young to be the Zodiac killer, but this... That's the only reason why he wasn't a suspect, because he really had that energy. He had, like, a kill list with, like, all of our names on him and everything. I don't know. He's fine now. He's a Blue Lives Matter, got a fiancé. Oh, wow. Okay. I was going to say, have you found the LinkedIn? Like we found the Facebook. We found the Facebook. He's, he's, he grew up to be like who we thought he would be aside from the multiple felonies. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) He came out better than you could expect. He's just like a racist. He's just like a regular old racist white man. It's like, thank God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, the administration was not. They were like, well, why were you looking at his property? He's an artist. <laughs> what was dating like at this boarding school? Like a lot of people, your formative dating years happen usually dur- during high school. How? Okay, if you want to hear the rest of the episode, including when Sharia is trying to sell herself as a third for me and Cecilia, you can go to the show notes, click the link on uh, where to listen to Love's a Pitch on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you could just search Love's a Pitch wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And it's a really, really fun interview. Definitely check out the rest of it. And I'll talk to you more there. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.